you may be expecting that I'm going to have some really interesting things to say about all those hyperbolic sayings from Jesus about cutting things off and plucking things out and all that. And I'm not going there. Sorry. Sorry, that's not what we need to hear today. I'm going for the first part of today's gospel because I think that's what's important for us. So it's really important to know who's in and who's out. Got to control how all the power and authority get used. We can't have someone from the fringes performing miracles or speaking prophecy without an imprimatur, can we? From the days of Moses in the desert, God's people have had that attitude. God has given us, or our leader, some gift or authority so no one else can have it. We've got the trademark. It's our franchise. It's our brand. Anyone stepping into our territory is going to get stoned, or worse, sued. The problem, of course, is that this attitude really means that we think that we have the franchise not just on God's words and works, but on God himself. And then the miracles we see and the prophecy we speak are no longer about what God is doing. They become about what we are doing. Everything was fine in the Israelites' camp as long as Moses was apportioning to the elders the spirit he had received from God. Nice, orderly succession, comfortable and controlled. When two men who stayed home were discovered speaking prophetically, that was a sharp reminder to all of them that God's spirit lands where God wills and not just on the ones that Moses chooses. And later in Mark's gospel, we see virtually the same situation. A couple of strangers are caught casting out evil in the name of Jesus. They violated the disciples' franchise. So Jesus has to remind them that his community of disciples is a lot wider than they might want it to be. This is a tough lesson for us to learn, and the church has struggled with it all through our history. I don't think I have to uh, list for you the ways and times in which the church has demonstrated the belief that God likes us better than anyone else. Shortly after I moved into my new home here, one of my friends brought me a little ceramic plaque that's now in my kitchen that says, Jesus loves you, but I'm his favorite. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's in the kitchen, it's not in my office. <laughs> Uh, still, there have been some hopeful signs for us in recent years. The documents of the Second Vatican Council and the official catechism of the Church have made it very clear that we believe that the Holy Spirit is at work in all the world's religions. Allow me to briefly quote from the catechism, paragraph 819, if you want to look it up later, which says, Furthermore, many elements of sanctification and of truth are found outside the visible confines of the Catholic Church. The written word of God, the life of grace, faith, hope, and charity, with the other interior gifts of the Holy Spirit, as well as visible elements. 
Christ's Spirit uses these churches and ecclesial communities as means of salvation, whose power derives from the fullness of grace and truth that Christ has entrusted to the Catholic Church. All these blessings come from Christ and lead to him and are in themselves calls to Catholic unity. Now this is, I have to admit, not as strong a statement as I might have liked, but it's a far cry from the much older attitude that says that there was no salvation outside the Catholic Church. It is clearly a big step in the right direction. And to be fair, we need to see these readings, as challenging as they are, as addressed to more than just the nature of the church. Because all of us, I am afraid, have this sinful tendency to want to control from whence God speaks. Now, there's an expectation, or at least a hope, that God will have something to say to us while we're in church. But how open are you to seeing miracles and hearing a prophetic voice from someplace unexpected? If you met a prophet in the library, would you be paying attention enough to notice? If a small miracle happened to you on your way home today, would you be able to accept it? Or have you decided in advance who's in and who's out? Who's capable of accomplishing something good for God's people? It is painfully obvious that we live in an ever more tribal culture in which we are very much divided and that pulls us away from the common good and towards self-interest and struggles for power. And still the Holy Spirit blows where it will constantly surprising us with reminders of our common humanity, which is in the image of God, and urging us back to unity and peace. For any of us, and for all of us, God is prepared to bring us miracles and to speak from some very unexpected places. But if we're going to benefit from those divine interventions, we can't limit our field of vision to people who are just like us. Our faith should take us out of our comfortable structures and familiar mindsets and lead us to see the Spirit of God working all around us, even sometimes where we least expect it.